once a sinner, but I came, pardon to receive from my Lord. This was freely given, and I found that he always kept his word. There's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. And the white-robed angels sing the story, a sinner has come home, for there's a new name written down in glory. And it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. With my sins forgiven, I am bound for heaven, never more to roam. In the book tis written, saved by grace, oh, the joy that came to my soul. Now I am forgiven, and I know by the blood I am made whole. There's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. And the white-robed angels sing the story, a sinner has come home, for there's a new name written down in glory. And it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. With my sins forgiven, I am bound for heaven, never more to roam. Our scripture reading this morning is from Matthew 5, verse 14, and I will be reading from the Amplified Version, and it says, You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Good morning and happy Sabbath. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Before we begin, let's pray one more time. Heavenly Father, thank you for the light shining out this morning. I pray that you would empty me of myself so that I can be filled with you and that the words presented this morning are from your throne. Rebuke Satan's power from distracting us and just help us to focus our eyes on you so we can be lights to shine to the world. In Jesus' name, amen. How many of you, history lesson, how many of you know when the light bulb was invented? Any scholars out there? Well, to tell you the truth, I don't know either. There's a lot of uh, information out there. It's kind of confusing. The electric light, though, the idea was formed in 1802 by Humphrey Davy. He invented what was called the electric arc lamp by connecting two batteries with a piece of wire. 
The light bulb, does anybody know who invented the light bulb? All right, who invented the light bulb? Thomas Edison. That is kind of correct, but kind of not. Again, there's a lot of information out there that a lot of different names are thrown out there. He is given a lot of credit, though, towards inventing the light bulb. Um, his invention, his patent, did gain a lot of popularity, which is why you hear his name out there a lot. He did help promote the advancement of the electrical industry in general. Through the 1830s to the 1850s, late 1800s, there was a lot of inventions being made. The light bulb was being tested here and there and a lot of different formulations. Uh, some names like, uh, let's see if I can read my writing, Warren de la Rue, James Lindsay, Thomas Edison, among others. There were a lot of people even over in Europe trying to get the first light bulb out there. Many people experimented with, in different ways, trying filaments of different kinds, uh, carbon, uh, tungsten, platinum. Interesting, huh? And then the light bulb itself, using a vacuum to make the bulb, uh, putting different kinds of gases in there. A lot of interesting stuff. Fascinating reading if you're bored. Um, the original light bulbs lasted maybe 12, 14 hours at best before they burned out. Thomas Edison, though, some of his work got some of these bulbs to last up to 1,200 hours. Pretty good, huh? Light bulbs have had a huge impact on society, right? On mankind. This is a little excerpt from the energy.gov. More than 150 years ago, inventors began working on a bright idea that would have a dramatic impact on how we use energy in our homes and offices. This invention changed the way we design buildings. It increased the length of the average workday and jump-started new businesses. It also led to new energy breakthroughs from power plants and electrical transmission lines to home appliances and electric motors. Lights have a huge impact on our lives, right? I would suggest that it makes life a quite a bit less hazardous. How many of you have tried to drive your car in the dark without headlights? Okay, a couple of hands. A little scary, isn't it? Or how about trying to find your way through your house in the dark or the woods? Kind of hazardous. You might. How many of you have bumped your shins on something, right? How many of you have picked up that flashlight and uh, uh, it didn't work? You know, I've heard a flashlight is always known as, it should be known as a case for holding dead batteries, right? Okay. Lights allows us to see things in the dark and provides us many, many opportunities. Jesus gave us a direct statement when he said, let your light so shine before men. Let's be a light to the world today. This morning, we're going to look at three different things or references to light in the Bible. Reference number one, turn with me to Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119, 105. And you probably all know me well enough to know that I like jokes. So as you're turning to that, how many board meetings does it take 
to get a light bulb changed. Nobody knows because this topic was resumed from last week's discussion but is incomplete pending resolution of some action items. It will be continued again next week. All right, Psalm 119, verse 105. This is a pretty well-known verse. They made a song after it, right? Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word light here comes from the Hebrew word or, illumination, luminary, in every sense including lightning, happiness, bright, clear, day, light, morning, sun. The first use of this word light or or was back in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3 when God said, let there be light. All right, so that's what we're dealing with here, light. So how does God's word give us light? John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. The word gives us truth. Gives us a lot of information, right? It gives us a history. How many of you like history? Yeah. We learn from history, right? We learn things, what we should be doing, and we learn from others who have done some things they probably shouldn't have, right? It teaches us. It gives us wisdom. It corrects us when in error. We've all heard the saying, let's shed a little light on the subject, right? Well, God's word gives us a lot of light on a lot of different subjects. What are the benefits of the Bible, you may ask? What is it good for? Turn with me to the New Testament. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Nope, excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. I'll throw one more joke out there. So the other day, my mom wanted to uh, brighten up her garden. So she asked me to help plant some bulbs. Crickets? No? Okay. All right, I'll stop with the jokes. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Verse 16, when you have it, say amen. All right. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and here is what it is good for. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's what it's good for. It also helps build our faith. I read in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, that faith comes by hearing the word of God. For these things actually to be useful for us, though, what do we have to do? We have to pick it up, right? We have to take this word in. We have to read it or listen to it. You know, I once tried to read a book by osmosis. Has anybody else done that? You got the book on the table and your head, you know, does it work? You pick your head up and realize you've been sleeping. There's a drool on your face. You gotta, and your book's all wet now too. We got to pick it up. We've got to read it. 
We've got to take it in. Let your light so shine before men. It's a pretty dark world out there, and I'm sure there's someone out there that could probably use a little light. Reference number two. Turn with me to John chapter 8 and verse 12. John chapter 8 and verse 12. A couple times in the book of John, Jesus is referred to as light. He refers to himself, in this case, as the light of the world. John chapter 8 and verse 12. This is on the tail end of when he was talking with the Pharisees. The woman had just been caught in adultery. They threw her before him, and he's done, you know, writing in the dirt. This is what he says afterwards. Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus is the light of the world. He gave us a perfect example through his life, right? Where do we read about that? In the Bible, right? The first light we talked about. All right, show of hands. How many of you love Jesus? Right? How did we learn about Jesus? Maybe our parents taught us. Maybe we've spent some time with him, reading, in prayer, spending time with him, getting to know him, right? That's how we take on Jesus as our light, by getting to know him. His example shows us how to live. He teaches us how to interact with people. He sheds a light on a few different things about being human, right? Remember, it's a dark world out there, and someone could probably use a little light. So go shine your light before men. Reference number three. Turn back a couple of books to Matthew, where our scripture was taken from. Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 13, though, this time. Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill hill, cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. There's that direct command. All right, now I'm scratching my head a little bit here, right? So if the Word, the Bible, is light and Jesus is the light, how can we be the light? Jesus wants us to participate in his plan of salvation and to share the light with others, right? To share the truth, to share our faith with others. So how can we be lights? 
we can be a light by doing what Jesus did. Seeing the needs in the others around us, in the community, and help meeting some of those needs. It could be something as simple as calling somebody up and saying, Hey, how's it going? How are you? I missed you today at church. Could be cooking a meal for someone who's going through a rough time. Could be helping somebody shovel their driveway or their walkway, right? Giving somebody a ride. Just being a listening ear. We can all be lights to our community, to the world around us. Get out there. There are service opportunities everywhere, and they can be perfect opportunities for you to share your faith. Because as you see the need, somebody's going to start asking questions about why you are so different, right? Why do you do these nice things? How else can we be a light? We can take in the light of his word, learn about Jesus, by reading and studying and having personal prayer time every day. Memorize the scripture. Remember, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, right? Now, those of you who may not be, you know, you may be a young Christian, as it were. You may not understand everything that you read, right? I don't even understand necessarily everything that I read. That's okay. All right, the fact is you're getting in the word. You're learning about Jesus. The more you read, the more you're going to understand. You may be reading something in the Old Testament and say, "Hey, I thought I read about that in the New Testament over here." And pieces are going to start fitting together, and it's it's an amazing thing when that happens. And true, you may not be excited about reading everything in there. There's genealogies, so and so begat so and so. It's okay. You don't have to love everything you read in there. Just read. Get in there. Get to know your friend Jesus. The more you read, the more you're going to learn about him. Let your light so shine before men. The light, the word light here is the word phos. A neutral noun, properly light, especially in terms of its results, what it manifests. In the New Testament, the manist- it's talking about the manifestation of God's self-existent life, divine illumination to reveal and impart life through Christ. Let your light so shine before men. I'm going to l- ask you all to help me in a little special music here, okay? The title of our sermon was, This Little Light of Mine. So I'd like you to all help me sing... This little light of mine. Sorry, Rosie, I'm going to borrow your piano. I'll try to get you the words. As here we go. Ready? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All around the neighborhood, all around the neighborhood, I'm gonna let it shine. All around the neighborhood, I'm gonna let it shine. All around the neighborhood, I'm gonna 
let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm gonna let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm gonna let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no. Hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, 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 let it shine. You all sound so good. Thank you for singing with me. Let your light so shine before men. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 says it this way too. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has come upon you. We've learned this morning about three different ways, three different things that are referred to as light. God's word, Jesus himself, and then we, as we take in this light, can be reflections of that light to the world. I challenge you this morning to be a light right where you are. Read God's word every day. Take what you've learned and share it with others. Be a blessing to somebody by serving as Jesus did. Remember, it's a dark world out there, and I'm sure somebody needs some light. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being a light in this dark world. You know we need it. You know there's others out there that need it too. So please use us to shine your light and your love to the world. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.